Greetings, heathens and heretics, and welcome to another episode, which seems like we seem to be recording every day at the moment, it feels, so I'm kind of getting sick of the sight of these two fucks, but there you go. Um, this week, we've got uh, a returning guest with us, one of our all-time favourite guests since we started this podcast. They were on with us roughly 18 months ago, um, one of our favourite bands, and I think if if things go right, they're going to be one of your favourite bands in the future as well. So, um, Lowest Creature... From Sweden, we've got Tobias with us, we've got Douglas with us, and we've got Philip with us. Guys, thank you for joining us late on a Sunday night. Um, it's it's great to have you back. You know, it's it's good that you're coming back. New album coming out, you had the EP this year. We've been so fucking excited about hearing this album. You know, so as soon as you started you started dropping news, I couldn't wait to get you back on here to talk about it. So um how are you all doing? Everybody all good? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Good. We're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a slight fever, but it's all right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you look you. like yeah, you look like you're cold, and you know, yes, I'm freezing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I never freeze, and I'm freezing like crazy. So it's <laughs> um. Look, like I said, thanks for coming back on. It's it's really good to have you back. Because yeah, we we we're dead excited about what what the future lies for you guys. But um, let's just quickly catch up on on what you've been doing for the last kind of twelve to eighteen months since you were last on the podcast. Because you dropped an EP back at the start of this year, almost by surprise. We didn't know it was coming. And obviously now you've got a new album out in a couple of weeks. So what have you been up to? Obviously you've been recording, but what else has been going on in the camp? Uh, I can't really remember which which month we were with you guys last time, but uh, we haven't done too much since uh, that. We recorded the album in September last year and uh, played like two shows on the spring uh in one in Uppsala in Sweden and one in uh Lean Shopping on like a stoner sludge festival where we were kind of the odd man out but it was a good good gig yeah i think we did three shows we played Motala oh yeah we played Bomber Bar in Motala as well <laughs> classic <laughs> classic, classic ground I mean, that's quite a long time then. If you recorded last September for the album to be coming out now, was that, did you want to wait or was, you know, was that that kind of the plan or especially if you haven't played any shows or anything? No, it's just pressing time for the vinyl, yeah. basically. Uh, yeah, of course, the vinyl. Yeah. And uh, we don't want to, didn't want to release anything too far away from, from the actual release date of the, the album. So yeah, that's why it's okay. been. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The vinyl pressing times now, I think, is it, it's, it's get close to a year, isn't it? The wait now, I think. Yeah, oh, I think so. But we we got lucky and got it a bit shorter actually. Um, and there were some uh, communication problems and stuff in the spring with uh, a few things. But then when everything was done with like the mixing and the mastering, it went kind of fast anyway. So we didn't have to wait a year uh, with the pressing. But I think we got a waiting time for like four or five months. The earlier in the year, you had you dropped the little three track EP. Um, which, yeah, like I said, caught us a bit by surprise. And, and we noticed a bit of a shift in sound from the sort of more straight up crossover thrash on Sacrilegious Pain to a more old school heavy metal mix of that. Um, was that a conscious thing or was that just a sort of a natural change for the band? Because it, it sounds we're getting more merciful fate now than than, than you were before kind of thing. And we, and we, we love that. Yeah, I, um, I don't know if it was... Uh conscience decision or anything but uh, you know it, it, i think it was just natural progression in in writing music and then uh, like the production of those songs were 
it was in our rehearsal space so it was that that makes a huge difference at, uh, as well in in how the songs sound um so uh, yeah i don't know i don't think we chose to sound uh, different or anything it just happened i guess yeah i think so i think the the like the riffage and all of that stuff just came natural um from where we are as persons in the band right now maybe yeah uh, and the sound on the on the, the three track is yeah it was douglas recorded it and we did it in our rehearsal space so it's so self-produced you, you do it all yourself uh yeah everything except for mastering okay um but uh, i i think uh, those songs were supposed or planned to be released before last time we joined you uh, yeah but uh, <laughs> we 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 were really slow at at that time so i don't know what happened but everything got really delayed and post-covid mind yeah 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 that's that's been the problem is well, um... i what i remember the last time we spoke to you is that you were talking because we asked you about the what you had on what, what plans you had for the future etc etc and you said that you were really going to make an effort on the new album working and solos and i think that's definitely what struck me was that it's they're so blended in well with the song but they're not like gratuitous or just showy it's like they work so well compared to and there's definitely a lot more lead work going on so i thought that was that was pretty cool is that again is that something you did deliberately or did it just like happen organically I think you turned into to an alien for me in the like first <laughs> yeah, yeah. few seconds of your. But it, with the 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 guitars mostly were your point, right? With the more solos yeah, and, the, and the, melodies the, 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 and and stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was a bit conscious because I, I think we wanted more more uh, more, more melodies at least. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> but that, that also also came with the with the riffs. I think if a few parts where we where you would maybe. Uh, consider a, a lead part that was almost written like a riff, like the end of Boondocks uh, tomb, for example. Uh, so I think I that think was it's yeah. There's we we noticed that there's 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 the you know the extra bit of melody. It's uh, it's definitely more old school heavy metal in its sound. Um, but what we we what we can't get over is where you guys get these fucking hooks from. It's, yeah, yeah. It's just it's it it almost blows my mind that you know you can write songs like that, and, but every single song has got so many catchy moments, and you know to drive to doing ninety miles an hour down a motorway, it was just the perfect fucking soundtrack. Uh... You know, and I th I think <laughs> I think where I think when the world hears this album, I'll be I'll be amazed if if you know many other people don't have the same opinion i think you're going to be apps i think you're going to fucking nail it this time around you really are Ooh, <laughs> i will, will. <laughs> thank you we'll, we'll have to wait and I see so. but uh, yeah yeah i hope i hope it it's uh, at least as well as i can't speak uh, like people like it as much as sacrilegious pain uh, that's my my hope uh, hopefully more but yeah i don't know with the hooks Maybe it's uh, a lot of driving ourselves and then uh, listening to Ed Medusa and stuff. So I think it's uh, I, I think it's it might be uh, like it's just a question of uh, Abba 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to go of... there again. When you listen to the riffs, and I think it's like riffs that are, are powerful enough to even open the gates of Valhalla. That's that's <laughs> that's the, the the level of riffs we're talking. In. You know, it's it's just chock a block. It's, it's like we. Yeah, we what which album did we just the, the other week we described an album was like riffs coming out of every orifice. I mean, that's that's definitely this album. That is definitely this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is. And and I think the um one of the big things about it is we can we can imagine it on a on, on a larger stage. You know, it's got such a big sound. Um, I'm going to say it for the first time and probably say it again. It's big rock. We know that. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> it, it's just got such a that a huge presence to it and. You know, like I said, we've only listened to it once and it was in the car and I'm, 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 you know, I can't wait to get more and more into it as we go. But no, I can just sit here blowing smoke up your ass for the next hour. That's the problem. <laughs> but, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. It's, um, yeah, yeah. You said vinyl's out as well. Um, I think these days physical music's really important. Um, how much input do you have on that? Because obviously you've got a couple of different colours and that avenue bit packages. What? What did you want to achieve with the vinyl? Because you could have just chucked out black vinyl and left it at that. But I think we've never done a, a completely black vinyl since we started releasing. Like not sacrilegious paint is not in uh, in black either. Is it not? Okay. That's no, cool. I think it's okay. only our two first, first seven yeah. inches are in black. The rest are just color, and that's just because it sells better. That's like the the, yeah. the thing we hear hear from from our label that. He he's not so interested in doing black. We want we wanted to do a black one because we like a black vinyl. Yeah. But he was like, nah, it's not gonna sell. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> and everything else is selling selling really good. So um, yeah. I think that's the only big thing. And then I mean, I I really like the the new ones. Like I think the splatter one looks looks sick. So I've ordered the yellow one, um, but I've seen the evil greed have been posting on social media. I think I think it's the splatter one. There's only about 20 copies left, I think they said. So, yeah, yeah he's clearly selling. You're, you're, you're right about coloured vinyl, though. It does. Yeah. I like coloured vinyl as well, to be fair. So, yeah, we, we got our first uh, Swedish distributor of our, our albums now, and he he didn't get a chance to get the better ones because they are they're gone. So, yeah, no, it's, it's that's it's nice. Better, yeah, it, yeah. It, it is cool. It, it looks good. And obviously with the, the yellow on the on the cover as well, it, you know, it it, it does. It sits really well. Um. A few weeks back, you you posted out on social media that you now um, hooked up with a booking agent for UK and Europe, and so I'm assuming by that your plan is to get out and play more shows in the future over the next twelve to eighteen months. That is the plan. Festivals Where? is that is that in your on your horizon? Yeah, I think so. Um, I haven't heard anything about it right now, but uh, I mean they work closely with festivals, uh, strong booking. So I. I would assume that they would try to get us on it too. Yeah, I think festivals are something now that you know. There's a festival in Europe every weekend. It seems so. You kind of you have to you have to embrace festivals now. You have to be willing to go on it because you you know <laughs> there's a festival here in the UK called Bloodstock um, All Metal Fest. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's about twenty thousand yeah. people, and there's been bands that have played that, and they've just you know low down on the lineup, but they turned up and they it's just been a, a triumph you know, a massive success. And I think that's what festivals can give you. It's mm. unexpected. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that. So that, that's where your opportunity will be, I think. Yeah, I hope so. I, I saw our, uh, there's a, a band on our 
uh, on the same labels as as on isolation called Leipzig from Denmark, and they are also on the same booking agency, and they played Copenhagen in in Denmark for like three thousand people. Yeah, and I think they usually play the same kind of shows that we do, uh, like uh, half big or small club shows. But on that festival was insane. So I hope we get to do it as well. Yeah, and we've been talking about doing, uh, trying to do festivals for a, a few years, maybe two or three years, but it, it's very hard to get into them yeah. by yourself yeah. or yeah, yeah. a proper booking agency or or some stuff like that. Uh, but I I think we all can agree that we really want to do more festivals. Yeah, I mean, I mean the thing for me <clears throat> is at this point in time you've got a sort of I dare say crossover appeal, um, but crossover in the fact that you can certainly do a festival like Bloodstock, which is a very much a, an all all kinds of metal, but you could do something maybe more heavy, one of the more more extreme festivals in America, but you could also do something like Keep It True in Germany. You've got that sort of sound approach where you, you've got your pick of a festivals for me. Yeah, I think so. And I think we definitely got the the mixed crowd for it as well. So I think that all the opportunities are there. I would love to play obscene extreme. That would be <laughs> that's a goal. Yeah, that's um. I, I've seen quite a lot of photos and videos around that festival. That looks like a lot of fun. It looks small and just yeah, but a bit wild and a bit crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. But look, obviously, from our point of view, we want to see you in the UK. Um, so what are the chances of of that happening? Whether it's via support slots, festivals, or or, or whatever. I think they're good. Um, we just have to find the find the dates to to book it. I think, and that shouldn't. I think we should be able to come pretty, hopefully sooner than later. That's exactly yeah. what we want to hear. That's exactly what we want to hear. Beers will be on us, of course. Um, but the, the the issue we have in the UK is, you know, there's there's a big across Europe at the moment. There's there's a big thing for traditional metal. It's making a bit of a comeback, which is great. We love it. Yeah, um, sure. But in the uk we we're kind of a bit slow on the uptake aren't we and it's like we don't quite understand why we're the country that invented metal in the first place and that you know the proper traditional stuff that's really on a high at the moment no one seems to buy into it in the uk and it's it's a real shame yeah all right yeah i mean yeah just get bands but like, over. But like, but like andy said you know you guys you're you're in the driving seat really because you've got that crossover appeal that word again um so you know you would fit on hardcore shows in the uk stoner kind of i can see at any of them there's uh desert fest which is largely a sludge mm -hmm. and stoner festival i can see you on that bill as well you would go down a storm so you know, Inspiration. yeah yeah that's another one um damnation as well yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I'm pretty pretty confident we could at least deliver like a good show uh almost anywhere we could we get to play um if it's a crowd that likes metal or hardcore or whatever extreme music, I think they they can enjoy a good show with us. Cheap wine and quality time. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> wine what, ain't cheap, man. I'm sorry. It's not. What what sort of in in between recording and things like what, what have you guys been listening to recently? Have you um have you, has anything come out from other bands struck you? You've been like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, uh, I mean. We booked Century from Sweden to our release show. Uh, speaking of traditional metal, yeah, growing up, it's like the best band from Sweden right now. So, 
Yeah, that, that's they, been they, hot their debut the albums. Their debut album, really. Yeah, you told us about them when you were on last. And uh, yeah, I, I followed them, and their their debut album's really good. I like yeah, that. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. And the the like the 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 base of that band is they are only two people, um, but the the two uh, other guys in the band are they they are pretty much fully members, but it, they are live members. But it's it's uh, amazing because it's such a a live band. It, they they are amazing on on records, but it, it's a completely different thing live. It's amazing uh, for for being a two piece band in the in the core. It's it's um, really cool, I think. Yeah, that's that's tough. There's there's been some um, there's been some great three piece bands around lately. So it's it it proves you can you can do it with you know with with limited members now it's um yeah uh, I mean, it's, it's a band from the uk called urn i don't know if you've heard of them check them out u r n e listen you'll like them incredible incredible band um a three piece that make a huge amount of noise so yeah i, I think the limited member thing i think it's you know it 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 works for me always and i'm a sucker for a two piece as well to be fair yeah that's cool the most interesting, uh, Philip is the riff machine in the band. So what's he be lis- what he is listening to is probably the most exciting, exciting thing to hear on the podcast. So nope. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, we need, yeah, we need to know. We need to know what you're listening to. Uh, I don't know. I listen to a lot of like uh, all kind of weird stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should really check my like Spotify, uh, like. The search, what I've been searching, it's, I don't know, it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think, though, that right now, like, um, we've talked about it a lot recently. That... But we we mentioned, like, Merciful Fate before. And, yeah, I've been, yeah, always been listening of a lot to, like, uh, Merciful Fate and stuff like that. And things that sound similar to that. I like the this like riff on riff kind of song structures yeah. so i think that's influenced a lot of on the new album and uh, uh, the three song promo that we release yeah, now now is yeah. a it's a very exciting time to be a metal fan at the moment but on on okay. the other side of that do you think it's difficult <laughs> to it's hard and almost harder now to get noticed as a band because every friday when albums are released it's you know, there's there's massive long lists of 50, 60, 70 metal albums all coming out on the same day. Yeah, I, I, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't actually paid so much notice to it uh, before we were releasing our album, but I saw it now. It's like all the kind of music forums and groups I'm I'm a part of on, online. It's like, yeah, this Friday is here's thirty five new <laughs> releases. Next Friday, twenty five more. So it's like crazy, <laughs> insane yeah, albums coming listen to a lot of like singles and like ba- bands that I maybe listened to a few years back then just out of nowhere releasing an album uh, or a single to a new album and yeah some are good some are like yeah I don't know I yeah, listen to like it's... the new Harm's Way other, and it yeah I didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> I, I've actually been listening to uh, more music than uh, last time we <laughs> were here <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> not only ACDC this time. No, no, exactly. And but I, I right now I'm listening a lot to a brand new album by a, a American band called Final Gasp. Um, oh. that, that sounds familiar. Go on, keep going. Yeah, they they, they are really really good. Um, and like they're this this is their first full length album i think and the the stuff before this album uh it, it's like it sounds like if um, if uh, if danzig started sam hain and was young in like right now uh but uh, the the this album feels like they have found more of a uh own twist on on like the Danzig and Sam Hain worshiping, and uh, I, I it's a really really cool album, uh, and amazing riffs and uh, the like on the EPs and stuff. I I think it's the the riffs that they <laughs> write doesn't like come across as much as on the album. So uh, it's a it's a great great album. I think. Uh, I think it's called Morning Moon or something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, yeah. it did come away a couple of weeks ago. I've only listened to it once, to be fair, but yeah, well, I, yeah I'm really enjoying yeah, it as well. I've, I've had one listen, Def, definitely up my alley. But it, yeah. it'll need more listens. It's it, it's it's got that sort of growing vibe to it. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, there's a lot of stuff like that at the moment, like bands like Unto Others, for example. It's you know that sort of slightly dark, goth, moody, sort yeah. of post punkish rock and yeah we we love it yeah 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 I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again and this this is part of the problem i've listened to this album once and then i've forgotten about it because mm. there's so many others that have come along so yeah it's nice to get a reminder i'm gonna go back and give it it's got great artwork as well to be fair yeah yeah it's a great one yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna give yeah i'm gonna give that a run but how do you how do you get yourself notice then what, what what you know as a band you sit and think what can we do different that other bands don't do because it's it's one thing to have a great album but you've got people need to know about it do you use pr or anything like that or do you do it all yourselves no we, we we've actually been known to be the worst like social media <laughs> uh, we are really we, bad at yeah we got so much <laughs> not shit but like our, our label was on us a lot in the beginning but i don't know i think uh, i don't think it has affected us too negative either like it's we just do what we think is fun or relevant and try to maybe i think like the last year or two we try to get more a bit more like um aware of which time on of, of the day we, we post a, a post maybe because uh, I, I i started to work with that in my like private job so uh, that's I, I was like oh you can you can think about that too and then let's do it but um we haven't used any special PR agency or anything like that. I think we just been doing our stuff. And I think this time maybe it, it benefited us a bit that it's been like, because I think the, the EP got by quite unnoticed. Like it, it was a good first month, but then it kind of like faded away. And I think people got surprised again <laughs> that there's an album coming. And I think that was a, a good thing for us that it's like, oh, they're, they're back a bit like that. But we'll see. I, I mean, I'm I'm not as concerned about our Instagram followers as much as our Spotify monthly listeners. I yeah. think that's more important. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I I think we have quite quite a lot 
lot less followers on like Instagram and Facebook and stuff than ba- like similar bands to us, but we might have more uh, listeners and buy uh, sell more records and stuff. But I uh, I don't I don't really know how to do Instagram and I do it, but I don't know how to do it good. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard though it, it takes it takes a lot of your time as well yeah. and and it's it's just you could it's not just about just posting a picture now you've got it seems like you've got to do so much more we even find that even for this podcast that just getting noticed and that is it's really difficult and i probably do i don't know five to ten hours a week playing around with social media so for a band that's trying to get out there yeah. it's going to be you know even harder again yeah, I think it was uh, easier for us when we were playing more shows and stuff, and when like when the world was more like it used to be before for the pandemic. And then it's like been a a bit yeah. of a, a change I've I've noticed. But I don't know. I it felt like so far with the new album, we've gotten more like notifications on my phone every day than I expected. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm very happy with the with the results so far. So yeah. you know, like in the in the. <laughs> In the first years of this band, we we toured very frequently. I think for for a new band at least. Yeah. Uh, so I think just playing a lot of shows helped us. Yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah, it builds builds an organic reputation. And you said, like you said, if you've got really good numbers on Spotify, so people are still listening to your music, and you haven't needed to push that through social media, then that's that's kind of what you want as as a as a metal band. I think to build that organically without having to go look here we are every five yeah. minutes and people will yeah. notice yeah and we, i mean we haven't even made a music video or we tried we did, we did this uh, visualizer video now for this album but we haven't done any like moving uh media before so we haven't spent any budget on 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 pr so would you like to do videos you can have yeah. a lot of fun with videos yeah, I think it would be cool, but I think we we would we would like to feel that it would be like hundred percent the thing that we uh, find cool and that it looks like exactly like we want. I think we would be a bit picky. Yeah, hmm. and, and like on the last album, we didn't want to do a video, no. and uh, this time we kind of wanted to do it a little bit, but in the end, we felt. Like, that we don't need to do a music video right now and if we don't have a a clear plan or great ideas for it, it i i see no point in doing one just for the sake of it no. yeah i think i think with it you you really need a, a social media plan how you will get the views for it to pay it pay itself back kind of yeah yeah because it's not cheap it's fucking expensive <laughs> I mean, there's there's videos. There's like um, I don't know if it's a friend of yours that's taken this, but there are videos of you playing live on YouTube, and they're and they're they're quite they're they're good videos. So I think it, just the strength of that alone can be enough sometimes. If if someone yeah. latches onto that on YouTube, and and it's not cost you any money, no production, and it's just you know it's just out there. It's and people can just go and see it. I I, I like that anyway. So yeah, and I think that's that's what you should see from us, like how we are live. I think that's where our strength as a band is. Is that we're a great live band, uh, mostly. Yeah, I think so too. We're better so if, live than on album. So, so if, if the plan is now, then going forward, you you want it. You obviously you want to get out and you want to tour more. You, you're looking at a lot of challenges now to get out as a band, aren't you? Get out on tour. You've got Brexit between the UK and Europe, so that makes that difficult. I mean, 
a lot of bands that we speak to, it's getting harder and harder to actually make tours worthwhile doing now. Is that something you've got to think about now? Is is how how you're going to do it? Because you can't just go out. People have got. You've, I'm assuming you've all got day jobs and everything you have to do as well. So it's you know that balance is tough. Yeah, I mean we we've gotten more picky with how much money we feel like we are able to lose from a tour. Yeah. Um, like the first tours, we knew that we were going to spend most of the money ourselves because that was like us writing a lot of people, please book us here, please book us here, and that was like fine because we were really excited to do it and i mean we're excited to do it now too but we we have um when yeah as, as you get older you get more responsibilities to take care of at home as yeah. well and it's not always uh defendable to spend all the money on one one summer tour and then <laughs> be broke half the year uh but i think that's uh that's where where uh, sunday and, and stronger bookings will come in handy and they will help us and i mean people i think we we started to notice a a, a a change that where bookers are i mean it's more expensive to go out and play but bookers are also uh, in the same spot so they there's like a balance i think like they want yeah. to be able to pay the bands all right and but they also want to try to keep the tickets prices all right too and i think that's not a such a big problem for us right now yeah. i i yeah. actually heard from a friend that works at sweden rock festival that for them it's been better since since uh covid because now the bands are like begging to play the festivals where it used to be the festival to begging the band to get there mm-hmm. uh, so that's perfect yeah like the um the last album we we weren't able to, to tour with it that much because of the the pandemic uh but like it worked out pretty good anyways because we're we're still doing a what is it fifth pressing now yeah so so it it's it still sells even if we haven't been able to tour with it and so it it, it works out pretty good but of course we want to tour more again but it's the it, um yeah. the, the the financial side of it brings me to something that we we are talking a lot about at the moment um and I'm I I am asking every band we speak to about it because it's something we're quite passionate about um assuming you're aware of all the the cuts on merchandise that, that venues are taking at the moment, uh, the announcement from Live Nation about what they're doing in the States, but it's still it's still a massive issue. And, and like you said, when it's becoming more and more of a financial tr- challenge to tour, and yet, you know, you can't sell a T-shirt without giving a percentage of that to a venue. How, how do you feel about that whole situation? Uh, we haven't ever been in that situation, so I'm I'm not sure. Like the venues we have played had have never asked us for a, for a cut. Um, It'll come. Yeah, <laughs> but I I I saw your post about this actually on Instagram, and, and like the same day, my my friend of mine was uh, at this Avicii Arena Globen in Stockholm and watched uh, Blink One Eighty Two or something, and he was like so upset that a hoodie cost like a thousand Swedish crowns or it was like eleven hundred or something like that. And then I read your post. I was like, "Oh, that makes sense," because they're probably giving like half the money to to Live Nation and and whoever is booking the show in in. Well, in uh, I read about this too, but I I thought it was a good thing. Uh, I um I I I I'm uh, partly a little bit stupid, but I don't read that well either. So I <laughs> I thought it was a good thing. Yeah, but I think they changed it in America that they're like not taking as big of a cut, and that was the good thing. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. What, what yeah. they yeah, what they're saying is they're going to stop in their in the venues they promote in. They're going to stop cuts being taken, uh, and I okay. believe they've also said they're going to 
help support smaller bands with the cost of touring and like a $1,500 payment or something like that. I, I can't quite, I can't quite <coughs> work it out what they're doing. It doesn't, it seems a bit too good to be true. Oh, so it was a good thing. That, yeah, that, that's yes. hard. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, if yeah. what Live Nation are doing are, yeah. It, yeah, all right. It, I thought you meant bad merchandise being given to promoters was a good thing. I was like, Really? No, I, 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 I only, I honestly just didn't understand what I was reading. Uh, so, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think some of the stuff I've been reading that bands are having to give away up to sort of twenty percent of their taking, so therefore they have to put twenty, twenty-five percent on top of a t-shirt. And I think Iron Maiden t-shirts. What were they? Were they forty-five? At that recent show, forty or forty-five pounds? I think forty. I yeah, think. but. I, I don't know what that, that the equivalent of that is in, in in Sweden, but that's that's you're talking forty five to fifty euros, yeah, for a t shirt. So yeah, it's... yeah. I was on uh, I was on Depeche Mod this spring, and um, Cold Cave was uh, the support band. And he sold his t shirts for like five hundred or six hundred Swedish crowns. Oh, sorry, I'm... yeah. That <laughs> that used to be like. I don't know. The Swedish crown is so fucking weak right now, so I'm not sure how you trans translate it to to pounds either. But it's, yeah, a lot of money. Yeah. All right, so I'm just have to say I'm a bit. I'm a bit annoyed. You got cold cave as a support because I love depression mode as well, <laughs> like, and I like I, I do like cold cave. And I saw them support Nine Inch Nails a few years ago, but I'd love to see them do do something like that. So very jealous. <laughs> yeah, it was cool, but uh, the the sound was shit because there were no people in the in the big arena yet. So yeah, it was cool to see it though. Well, five hundred Swedish krona is about thirty-eight pounds, so it's, yeah. it's it's about it's about that. It's about the forty-pound mark. So yeah, it's um. I mean, we went to see Municipal Waste on Friday. Their T-shirts were thirty pounds, um, but there were there were no cuts. Every penny of that is going into the band's pockets. That's fine. I think fans will pay thirty pounds, forty pounds, whatever, if they know it's all going to the band. Yeah. As long as the merch is good, yeah, and, you know, yeah, merch has to be good quality and good yeah. design. Yeah, then maybe everybody should just buy our merch now because because <laughs> of the weak Swedish crown, you can buy it really, really cheap. That's a great shout. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a lowest creature T-shirt, but I, yeah, yeah, I will do now. Um, you rich bastards. Actually, yeah, can we can we can we talk about the album cover? Just uh, is there anything you want to sort of say about about how that came about? It's quite an impressive artwork. It's very cool. Yeah, we wanted the we wanted a, a witch. We started talking about having a witch on the album cover, and then there was a few suggestions of how this witch should look. And then I don't know. Yeah, and it's the it's the same artist as as the last last album as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's that, yeah. like the first thing we wanted, I think. Yeah, right, so I'm just a sucker. I'm sucker for that sort of line line work kind of etching style kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, and that's. Quite up my anyway, so yeah, proper de proper demented. Well, it kind of it kind of reminds you a little bit of Gustav Dorr, doesn't it? It's you know, it's it's a little yeah. bit more 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 gore inspired, I suppose. But yeah, I, I've always liked that, and I like the fact that from Sacrilegious Pain to to the new one, yeah, because it's the same artist. You've got that nice uniform. You can tell they're Lowest Creature albums. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, yeah. And I think we just uh, yeah, we wanted to center the witch, and then we sent the album i think and the lyrics and he just got to like well i think we had a few more suggestions but just like tried to put in stuff that made sense with the the titles and the lyrics and and the songs yeah. and we yeah. like a, like yeah. on the last album it's nice that it's a lot of stuff happening like the it's 
So I think it's so fun to like look at the small, small details in the background and like how one little skull in the background can be super fun or ugly. So that's yeah. this is this uh, is where the vinyl comes into play, isn't it? Because I'm sitting here looking at it on, on Instagram and it's you're trying to sort of zoom into it. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's just not the same. I'll be looking Try zooming it on Spotify and you see. It's um but no, it, it is it is very cool. And actually every time you look at it, I've just noticed there's a werewolf in it as well. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see it now. <laughs> is there a bear in it as well? Is that a bear? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen a bear, but there might be a bear. <laughs> might be a bear as well. Two, 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 two no, I, I think we we uh, like I think we had the title when we started talking about yeah. the, the cover. And like we wanted a witch uh, getting burned, but coming out of the fire and like killing everyone who burned her, something yes. like that. So why? Yeah. So why? Why the witch? What? Um, what made you want to have call the album Witch Supreme? And I don't know. That's um, that's Tobias. Yeah, we uh, like. I I love a title track album, or a non-title. But I think we did. A, have we done a self-title thing? No, we haven't. I, I love like the title. I, I don't know. I I love a title I track. Know. So and I think that was the one we felt was the the most catchy one for a album name. Uh, um, yeah, and like if if I I don't know if you what, did you ask why 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 it's a witch or uh, yeah just just wonder why why we went with the with the witch. I mean, witch yeah. and heavy metal goes together. Yeah. Like beer and beer anyway, so it's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But do you mean like the lyrics or just like the album name? Yeah, both really. What, what you know, what the inspiration was, because but to actually choose that that as the album title and, and go with the whole, you know, the, the image on the, the cover and everything. Yeah, I think I think for the for the for the album album title, it was just like a, we we looked at all the song titles and felt like this was the catchiest one as yeah. a as an album title. Uh, and as far as the lyrics goes. I almost have to read them again, but it's um, I've been watching the last years a lot of horror movies. That helps. And I always try to write in like synonyms about other stuff I see. I don't want it to be like too clear, but as I'm an old punk rocker, I can't help but like write stuff about social issues and shit like that. Uh, but with the with the this band, it's been I've been trying to keep the lyrics more more subtle about the the subjects, but that it sounds metal and cool. I haven't had a chance. I, I, I think, I, I think, uh, I think like witches and stuff suits the the sound we have now as well. Yeah. Um, with like a little bit more melodies, a little bit darker, and it, yeah, it feels and... witchier than the last album. And <laughs> yeah, uh, and like it, just like England, there there was a lot of witch burnings <laughs> in in Sweden and yeah. So, and all know. of the lyrics have a lot of like, uh, it it I, I sing a lot about magic and uh, uh, sorcery and blah blah blah. So that's yeah, like the whole yeah well, yeah. There, there were the there witch were gets to represent that, that. Uh, there were a few lyrics that stood out. My favorite one is um was in Rough Riders. I just there's a line in that that I absolutely love. Rough Riders with fire in their eyes. I think was it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I just I fucking love stuff like that. It's sometimes, sometimes just 
just like classic metal lyrics. You can't go wrong with it. Don't you? Don't need to overthink it, do you? Just no. You know, if it comes naturally, it comes naturally. And and we as metal fans, if you've got an opportunity to sing along with stuff like that, you, you <laughs> fucking love it anyway. So it's, it's yeah. You you, have, you just have to make sure that the the chorus is catchy, like with well, you've got that. that the, the lyrics are got are are catchy with the riff, and then I think you're good. And the verses have sound yeah. hard. You've got no problems there at all. I was, I was thinking, like you know, the, the title of the album, which Supreme, it, it could be like the name of some kind of like heretical metal pizza. I've been thinking a lot about the the, the burrito supreme song from Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The title track, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, or like uh, it's just, it's like uh, which supreme is like Diana Ross's side project or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Diana Ross was fucking mad. Well, she God. almost looks it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's got you know hair that most metal fans would be jealous of. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, sure. um, but yeah, we haven't had a, like a like I said, we've listened to it once. We haven't had a proper chance to sort of really get into it. We will do over the next couple of weeks. I, we'll... I will. I will say I did listen listen to it again when I was cooking dinner earlier today. So oh, what what a, what a great way to, to yeah. cook dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the food good? Sa- sausages and mash, nice and simple. Ah, classic staple food. That's it. Yeah, classic staple <laughs> food of Britain. Yeah, and thick um, gravy. Absolutely I mean, great. I mean, sausage is a big thing in Sweden too. So it's we love the pork. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I made sure I had sausages while I was there uh, with with um, sauerkraut or uh, bone teas, local berries. Is in this country. <laughs> yeah. So, so the last last time you were with us, uh, Padre up there was living in Italy. He's now living in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so Fair enough. Yeah, so he, the... he's still I, getting I used to the, the cultural changes. I, I can't. Oh, yeah. So yeah, obviously pork in, in any form is no. yeah for sure. You're, no, you're... But lamb yeah. sausages are fucking. We we bought this because my my sister's boyfriend is Muslim, and we bought this insane lamb sausages. They were so good. Okay, you should be able to find that. I think. Yeah. Well. I mean, they, I actually, I went to a, I went to a shopping mall on Friday, and there was <laughs> there was a Marks and Spencers there. But you could buy Yorkshire, you could actually get Yorkshire puddings and stuff like that. But you can get sausages. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I just don't think they put on here. But you can get like insanely good like lamb kebabs and shawarma and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but you're, um, you're... yeah, but like, and they have a substitute for bacon. It's beef bacon, but it's dry as fuck. It's disgusting. <laughs> It just doesn't work because there's no fat in it, so it just dries yeah. out. Um, your your yeah. your uh, your sound is a lot better in Saudi Arabia and than in <laughs> Italy. So I, I guess life is good. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you know, for for like, it, it's definitely a lot a lot more of a it's a lot more organized. I mean, like in Saudi Arabia, they've got money to burn, you know, so they can just spend it on like, frivolous things like internet and roads and hospitals. And, you know, <laughs> and you can now now watch well, Premier Football as well. So. Well, Italy and England's the same. Everything's just crumbling into dust. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but like that, like I mean, I've said this before. Like there's a there's this there seems to be a very small but kind of quite vocal metal scene in Riyadh, and I need to get down there and actually get out because it's apparently yeah. there's an all whole, whole female band. Um, that's supposed to be pretty good, but I can't. I can't. Um, I've just, I've just heard them on like a Facebook group, but 
it's it's definitely a part of the world where metal seems to be gaining a very small foothold. So especially like in Dubai and Abu Dhabi and the Emirates, which is a bit more liberal than um, Saudi Arabia. But mm-hmm. oh, um, that's cool. But you know, but the, the the weirdest thing I I I, I still haven't gotten used to it after that because I've only been here three weeks, but. Um, this is every four o'clock in the morning, every morning, call to prayer wakes you up and it just doesn't matter if yeah. you've got the window shut. It just cuts through everything. Um, but, That's uh, the point, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, there's, there's, the college I work at has got a mosque. Um, it's also got an oil refinery and a drilling rig. <laughs> you know, because that's... Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's... I, it's I... In, I feel like you've come a long way from uh, from uh, only listening to music prior to '96 or what was yeah, it? Yeah, that, that yeah, that was uh, on a good day. He, it makes he, me makes me very well. proud. He's he's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah. It's, uh, Fantastic. It's, it's, all, it's all part of my my rehabilitation, guys. You know? <laughs> and like you know, like what this is the thing. Like I think sacrilegious pain was was a seminal moment for me because it, it kind of really gave me a kick up the backside. It's like, it's like it's, if stuff like this is out there, then there's got to be other stuff just as good. So, you know, because like, it, and then it was like a, a kind of a snowball effect, like went from listening to your guys' album to then Power Trip and other stuff like that. And yeah, so it's all good. So, um, yeah. yeah, there you go. That's that's the, 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 the effect and the inspiration you've had on him. You've changed his entire <laughs> outlook on music. I see it. He's broken I feel out proud. <laughs> I'm humbled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, speak, speak, speaking, speaking of things before, um, you know, 1996, we quickly <laughs> cover. I, I, I've got to talk about Camp Grishnag. This is hysterical. You're going to get that in whether we like it or not, and you go on. Yeah, Just no, no it's not good. <laughs> so, right, okay, so Camp Grishnag, otherwise known as Varg Vikernes, has come up with his own role playing game. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's called uh, My Frog, yeah? And it's it's basically, the question you might be asking yourself at this point is, if Kant Grishnag is going to make a role-playing game, is it going to be laced with his views on, like, eth- um, racial um, theory? The answer is yes. The game is racist as, racist as fuck, right? <laughs> um, and, like, he's, he's created a, a social hierarchy within this game where it's very detailed, like, you know, you, you can get married and have kids, but it's very likely that the woman, because the women are weaker vessels, will die in childbirth. Of course. You know? oh, and, yeah. Jesus. And, and, and also the um the, the the underlings or the weaklings of the of the of the social order are the uh, dark skinned people. And the lighter your skin colour and your hair colour is, the stronger and more closer to the gods you are. Oh, so it's like it's almost God. like a, a Nietzschean role playing game and it's just littered with this like theories on like race and um history and uh, uh his interpretation of like nordic culture and stuff like that so but the review i read of it was actually by someone who both likes metal and games and said the actual game itself is shit <laughs> <laughs> let alone, let alone, <laughs> it's like it's overly like pedantic and like he, he even has like scorecards for whether or not it's a light breeze or a, or a heavy breeze or strong <laughs> You know, but wasn't so that like, like uh, didn't he have videos of himself playing this with his children? On yeah, 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 yeah. What? I didn't even know he had children. He shouldn't be allowed to breed. I, I know, I know. Um, and, it's, it, and it's like... I think he had a few children, actually. They, they also criticised, like, you know, the quote was like, his tenuous grasp of the English language. 
Hang well, on, is he, is he out of prison? Do we? Is or is yeah, he still in prison? Oh, he, yeah, yeah, he lives in like, France. He, yeah, he's doing YouTube and stuff. But I think oh, he's I think he's cancelled from YouTube. Okay, ah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I wonder um, why. He's uh, he, he he must be. I think like he was the, living just, in. He must be like this just strangest thing coming out of metal. <laughs> it's. Yeah. I mean this. I, I would say I would say Dahl from Gorgoroth can give him a good run for his money. But yeah, he's, yeah. He's living up in his up in his log cabin up in the mountains at least. Yeah. Well, my, but, yeah, he, he, he's, he, he's not bothering anyone. He he, yeah, he just likes role playing games. He might have his own role playing game, but I have my own. Jazz <laughs> yeah. <Dodge> Rose jazz <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask that when that came up, Dodge Rose. Tell tell me about it because it came up Dodge Rose trademark. So. Oh yeah. Put it up now. Let's have it. Oh, it's just my it's just my rock star alter ego. <laughs> um uh, yeah, it's it's just that. Can we can we get it on some t-shirts and you know? Uh I'm actually working on it. Doing some Dodge Rose merchandise and yeah. We yeah. actually we were talking we were talking. Oh about my god, I actually Jesus Christ, I I forgot about this. Yeah. I have um Right here, I have a bottle of uh, the famous Dodge Rose. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, I also have uh, Sierra Dodge Rose Tequila. It's the one with the little red hat. Like yeah, Gene Simmons. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have to, you have to have a backup plan if, uh, <laughs> if the the new album doesn't work out. I mean, we were we were talking about t-shirts um, the other day with with Trigenza and. Um... You know, we, we, we feel that the, the big rock term needs to be utilised in, in merchandise somehow. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you really should play on that because it's stuck with us, hasn't it? Whenever we yeah. talk about you guys, it always comes back to big rock. We can sell big uh, rock boulders. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, with Lois Creek. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have yeah. them in my garden. Yeah. Lois Creek have landed <laughs> big rocks. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Got a little pond. I, I can put rocks around it. That's, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. But it's... Going, it's like going back to social media. If you've got anything little like that that people can latch onto, it's amazing how how it can how it can grow. And something like that big rock, it's just such a great term that yeah, we 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 think you should play, really play on that. I mean, we know nothing, but you know, <laughs> yeah, just... I think that's I think we that's we've we've established that that's our that's our genre now. Yeah, like. John genres are very complicated. Uh, you never know <laughs> what you play. Uh, I don't oh, want yeah, to uh, yeah. sit and say that we talk, play this and this and this. It's just easier to have big. It's just big rock. It's just big rock. See, that's all yeah. you need. It's just big rock. Yeah. yeah. It's not tech core thrash crossover punk hardcore. Exactly. But if someone like, wants to use it, they're free to do it. But we take five percent, so that's. <laughs> Take yeah. more. We're gonna take more than five percent. Nah, we're nice. We're still an up and coming band. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, look, we, you know, what we get from the new album, we we do think that metal fans at the moment, we believe will will love this album. I just think that with what's popular at the moment as well, it's pretty. It's it's just it's got that sort of it's got that accessibility that we think metal fans across the board will will just love. We just love it. It's. I, I can't. I almost can't put my finger on it as, as to what it is that's that's doing it. I, I don't know if these two have got anything else to say on it, but it, it comes back to the hooks for me. And one of the biggest things we talk about 
is a band can be brutally heavy and can have great risks, but if they've got no songs, it means yeah. fuck all. I mean, for me, yeah. for me, it's it's metal as fuck, which is a start, but it also at times sounds like a classic rock record because of how you approach riffs. So there you go. You know, that's yeah. that's it. It's that combination that that is, it, you know, certainly within metal, the metal community, you, you've got that scope. You know, yeah. the sky is the limit. Uh, but, yeah, but it's the same thing. I, I we might have talked about a little bit about this last time, but like there are so many bands who are really talented at playing instruments and and everything. But they, it, it, if the songs aren't good, it doesn't matter how good you are at playing or exactly, yeah, singing yeah. or whatever. We talked about yeah. Dream Theater last time. I think. Oh, you... oh, yeah, <laughs> bragging oh. music. <laughs> well, you know, like yeah, Ingwie Mousey would disagree with you, but never mind. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that, that, oh, that he, he got the song. attitude to show it. Like, yeah, he, he, song, he it's like yeah, calm down, Ingwe. But he he also oh, has the attitude to back it up. Like yeah, 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 they got like, nothing on Ingwe. Come on, there are there are guy. there are two two people in the world who deserves to be the way they are, and that that that's Slatan Ibrahimovic and Ingwe Malmsteen. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they deserved oh, just, everything. I, I, the, the, I mean, the, 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 Zlatan and Ingwe are their, their special egos. I mean, it's like, it, it, yeah. it's, it, I, I remember I saw a, a thing that when Zlatan signed for LA Galaxy, he actually took out an entire page advertisement saying, Dear Los Angeles, you're welcome. Zlatan. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's next. That's almost like, that's merging into like David Lee Roth territory. Yeah, yeah. but like, he, I think he also like, got a. a, 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 a I think he also got a T-shirt sent to him by Kobe Bryant or someone, like a, a basketball player in a way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he signed it and sent it back. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, he, 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 both him and especially him, but like he's been working so hard. He, he deserves to be like this. And it's, he's, he's just a, he's a showman. He, he, yeah. He's, yeah. it's so. I, th- I think he, I think he's incredible. Zlatan. Yeah. I think he's amazing. Yeah. He, I, I, I remember there's, there's, there's a story from when when I lived in Italy the first time when he was playing for Inter. This is back in 2007. Mm. He scored a goal for Inter against Milan in the in the, in the Milan derby, yeah. and he celebrated so hard by punching the air he dislocated his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> like that that is so Zlatan. That is like that's like yeah. a Chuck yeah. Norris fucking thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now he's a Milan legend. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he, like you say, he he deserves to be. You know, yeah. he's, he's he's just he's a machine. I mean, yeah. he scored he scored one of the greatest goals we've ever seen in a friendly against England. Yeah, yeah. A, a scissor kick from yeah. way outside about the area. thirty yards out. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like if, I, you, I, if, I, if you play for Juve and Milan and Inter, that would probably be enough normally in Italy to get you burnt at the stake. But <laughs> yeah, because, but everyone loves him. Because everyone loves him because he's yeah. just he's just such a unique character. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's always disappointing me know that he's not a metal fan because he looks like he should be a metal fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He probably puts on some nickelback somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be some shit like that. But, he's a reggae well. guy. He's a reggae guy, that's fucking yeah. true. So maybe um, Billy Bio is his uh... um Douglas, Mr. ACDC man, have you seen yeah. any uh, videos of ACDC at Power Trip over the weekend? Seen anything knocking about online? ACDC and Power Trip? 
ACD, this Power Trip Festival in the States that oh, just, uh, just happened. No, no, I haven't seen anything. So uh, I've I've seen a couple of you know dodgy mobile videos, but they they sound they sound good. They sound on yeah. form. Yeah, yeah, they they're back. I, yeah, yeah, I hope so. I think they should have quit when Malcolm died. There's no reason to keep going without the the Who's best member of the band. Brian Johnson is back singing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I thought, I thought he had to stop because he was going to go deaf. Yeah, he I did. Like, yeah, he yeah. did. And then Axel Rose stepped in for a, a tour, <laughs> didn't he? Which yeah. Just fucking crazy. Yeah, that's horrible. It. Yeah. And that that's also like, that's a uh, just quit. <laughs> like Malcolm Young was the best member of a of ACDC. He 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 was the like he was everything in, in the glue. ACDC. Yeah, ex except yeah. for like being a frontman, he was everything. Yeah. So I there's no reason to keep going after after he died. But I hope they are. I hope they're good again. Like the it's one of the best bands ever. So I I they probably I don't they have know what like, else to do. They, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but, just keep going until you die. Yeah, but like uh, compared to bands like Metallica or Kiss or stuff like I love Kiss, but uh or loved kiss um it's it's just acdc they play because they like playing they they enjoy playing still uh, but kiss yeah. just wanted to earn money i guess motley crew as <laughs> too they just want yeah. the money uh, there, well, there's like, no we, reason we to that. keep playing when you are so bad uh, they, the it's, motley just, crew, it's just money did, did you see the pictures of the motley crew death leopard and they 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 uh, had this show at Wembley Stadium. Oh, yeah, they did this. Uh, this uh... it was like they did a show at um, Wembley Stadium, Motley Crew and Def Leppard together, and it was like they only managed to sell like a quarter of the tickets. You've got this oh, picture of like an almost empty Wembley Stadium, and, so, and you just yeah. like, you know, like Genza was like saying, "Who the hell booked that show?" And like, what job were they on? Because it's like they should have just gone into an arena, but it's just it's just the ego that you yeah. you think you're still relevant enough. Yeah, to, to fill a stadium of that size. Yeah. I, I I actually do love Motley Crue, uh, but it's like many other bands just quit before it's too late, and it's already too late a long time ago. But <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I I don't know. It's what it's um what did you guys think of seventy two seasons? Just out of interest. Um, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I haven't you listened you like. more don't, than don't, I, you know, don't back. <laughs> I, I've heard one song, and uh, I it was yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, no, I mean it's, I, it's, it's not like too I don't, bad to, to it's not too sorry. bad to get angry on it, but it's just it's just nothing. That's no. like it's just a new album. Yeah, kind of for me. Yeah, I really don't care about it anymore. Quite surprised at that, Philip. You got an opinion on it? I haven't listened to it actually. <laughs> I thought the first the first single was a bit. It was a real old man's rock. Like you you could hear hear that there were these old guys riding a riff again, like damn. But it's yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I don't know. I don't. I was actually like the the album before. I was a bit intrigued to like it, but then I just didn't like it. But this was no. Like Metallica doing TikTok is also just uh is just quit. Yes. Don't don't do it anymore. You just quit everything. They could just do shows. Yeah, no. Nah, they not, don't yeah, need to do shows. Not as just... not as often. It's like every five years, come out and do a show. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean. I mean, look, we really we really enjoyed the album. We, we 
you know, yeah. surprised how much we we liked it. And yeah, yeah it's 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 very long. Um, it's, it's, it's no, how long is it? It's about an hour and it's, forty it's, minutes. It's seventy six minutes instead Maybe. of seventy two minutes, which uh, would have been that's it. Great, yeah. but you know. Ugh. Yeah, which it, it is too long. But like, I'm always interested to hear what people's opinions are because yeah. people seem to either love it. I've heard people saying it's the best Metallica album since Justice. And no, that's not it possible. It's not possible. No, like, fair enough. It, I really can't care about bands like Metallica and and, uh, and stuff giving out new albums anymore. I, I really don't. I I love those bands because they they started everything like Judas Priest, Kiss, ACDC, yeah, yeah. Uh, Metallica. But I, as much as I'm scared and sad about all the bands who started everything quitting, uh, I don't see a point in in them continuing so much more anymore. It's uh, but when all these bands quit, yeah, I, I don't know. It it, it have to be similar. Like it's gonna step up. Yeah, but like in, we talked about this last week and actually like in maybe five to 10 years, who's going to headline all the biggest rock festivals? Well, and yeah, well, like we, did when, entire, we did an entire episode on that when yeah, we first started yeah. podcasting. Yeah, you, you're right. I mean, what, what we, we came to the conclusion that you're going to probably see like the days of the big festival might be over. So like, are you going to get a festival for three days where they've got 100,000 people? Maybe mm. not, because you won't have the bands that are going to maybe pull those, that number of people in. So yeah. you might just, it might actually be better for the music uh, scene because you have smaller festivals where bands, smaller bands can get coverage rather than everything's going, well, let's pay a million dollars to get this band or two million or whatever it is. You know, so. mm. uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Who Who is going to replace them? And yeah. Maybe the answer is no one. You yeah, like... Yeah, right now I guess except for the the really big ones like the the younger but still like old and really big bands. I I guess it's like Foo Fighters, Volbeat, and Ghost and b- bands like that. And I, it's not the same thing at all as oh. like Iron Maiden he- headlining a, a a huge met- uh, rock or metal festival. It's not the it will never be the same thing when these bands quit. But like, there's a festival in Sweden called Sweden Rock Festival, and it's huge. And like, people who who visit that festival are so dedicated to like the festival itself. So I don't think that festival will have such a decrease or or whatever you want to say when when. Uh, when you start to notice all these bands, like the the big dragging huge That's a bands. Good point. That's a good yeah. point about people supporting the festival more than the actual acts they go there to see. But I'm um, I mean, that's interesting. I've never thought about it like that. I think you'd get the same thing with like Vacken and Bloodstock in the Vacken yeah. in Germany, Bloodstock in the UK. But like I don't know if what you guys think, the uh, Trigenza and um, as well, like. Do you, do you think people have that kind of like kind of loyalty to download? People do, but not in the same not on the same scale. I mean, the, the mm. metal scene in Sweden is is completely different to what it is in yeah in in the UK. UK, it, everything follows a trend. Yeah. You know, it's whereas in, in Sweden, you you know, it's 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 all metal, isn't it? You've just got mm. a, a a huge sort of love for it, quite a, 
across a lot of Europe as well. But it like download this year, one of the main headliners was Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. Yeah, that I, is, I, I heard about that. not a 100,000 headline band. No. But, but 100,000 people watched them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of download, I, I saw um, that Metallica did like two sets, two different days. Been, and yeah, like yeah. the if it was the second second day or or their second set, just half of the crowd left. I heard that it was horribly bad. I I, I, I don't, don't know. You wouldn't you wouldn't get me a download if you paid me. It's, it's too many. <laughs> right. people, it's no. too big. No, but... I just I, I I read that like people left during. I wouldn't be surprised. Cause... Yeah, I know that this happened no, to. Uh, I know it happened to Guns N' Roses on Sweden Rock Festival. Last yeah. summer or something. Oh yeah, they like they, they were, were like two really hours late, late as well. Yeah. <laughs> they they were really late and couldn't give a shit about playing good. No, I've always wanted to go to Sweden Rock. It's we we've been to Wacken years ago, but Sweden Rock's one that I've always always wanted to go to. It does look like just a great celebration of of hard rock and heavy metal. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's a. I've been there once. Uh, I was working, but it was a really good experience and i think people nor normal people or whatever you want to say many many think that heavy metal heavy metalers and hard rockers are dangerous people but when you go to that festival it's just a very you you actually notice that it's the nicest place to be yeah yeah it's, i mean there's a lot really, of people bringing their kids and like doing yeah. a family thing of it too so yeah renting a cabin and yeah 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 it, it it just looks it just looks like a nice place to go and watch metal bands sabaton yeah. plays the the sweden sweden's national anthem on the I, I don't think year. they do anymore actually <laughs> that's quite oh cool. maybe not i don't think they've done it in a few years but they um, they they do the lineup well as well i think because you, yeah. you can have death metal and black metal but you've also got i've also also seen bands like 10cc on the lineup and things like that yeah. as well so it's got a good, it's got a good mix. You guys are yeah. lucky to get festivals. Yeah, when I was there, I think Black Sabbath was the headline band, and then like Alice Cooper, Billy Idol, uh, and then it was like uh, Dark Angel and uh, yeah. like heavier bands. It, it's it's a really cool festival. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would, I would love to go. But um, look, I think um, we'll, uh, we'll I think we'll, we'll let you go because Tobias is looking ill. <laughs> Bless you. Yes. <laughs> you oh, that, you that's just how it looks. Well. Over the next twelve months, the album comes out. Uh, this this episode drops on I think about a week before the album's out. So we we're also keep a lookout for a review as well. We're going to do a dedicated episode to that, where we'll, we'll we'll tell the whole world how much we love it. Um, you know, I hope for you guys that this album works out. You get out, you get to the UK because that's what we want. We want to see you playing here. In whatever capacity it may be, um, you can play in my back garden if you want. It's not a problem. Big <laughs> enough. It, it, it probably it yeah, we could probably get 150 people out there. So yeah, yeah. come along. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it. But, That's um, perfect. You get us the work permit, so it's shh. <laughs> don't need that. Free, free show. You don't need it. It's fine. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, look, I, I hope the world enjoys the album as much as as we have so far. I think it's um it's going to get better with every listen. So um, guys. Thank you so much for coming on, um, especially while you're ill. And um, yeah, thank you for having us again. Yeah, and thank you for yeah. for yeah, you're, you're all, always welcome. And um, yeah, good luck with it. I hope I hope you just go out and you fucking. If we talk to you in twelve months' time, you've 
you've you've achieved everything you want to achieve. So yeah, good luck with it. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, as far as we go, uh, we will be back again uh, in a week or so, I believe. Who knows? I don't know where we are at the moment, but (laughs) we're never going to go away. So we'll be back again at some point. Uh, Until then, stay metal. Thanks for listening.